Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I told this to him in the locker room. Season game online, 14 is going to be our go-to target. He knows that. I think everybody in the world knows that. And for him to just, again, put his head down, he's been working hard. And it was the biggest play of the game, in my opinion. Josh Allen on Gabe Davis. Boom bust. Boom. Saturday night in L.A. The big one, and I was starting to worry. It's their fourth possession of the game. It's 10-0. Some challenges defensively. A couple of penalties. A spunky Charger team. And, like, where are we? That's even before the turnovers. Well, maybe it's not before the hardy uh, punt return fumble. But it's before. I mean, Cook ends up fumbling twice in this game once the Bills recover it. The next play is a pick. <laughs> they got away with they got away with it Saturday night. Nine and six, New England, and then Miami to close, and then the playoffs. Bob is with us next. Hi, Bob. Hi. I'm uh I've had tickets season tickets since nineteen eighty nine. And in regular season games I've only missed about four all right. those years. All right. Um huge fan. I also watched the mic uh listened to the and watched the mic'd up segment late last night. And it's just always so inspiring. I love when they come out. But right from the tunnel, Josh is is cheering about Big Dog. That's going to be the cheer today. And he's like, but all through the game, he is just so, and it was cool that he didn't know that he was um, mic'd up. So I just uh, want to reiterate what Sal said. And something you said earlier that I never thought of is that the players on the team that don't don't feel like, they're responsible for losing all those Super Bowls. And I never thought of it like that because this is such, so newer. But I've been hanging in there for a while, sometimes feel like a uh, whipping post, you know, because <laughs> I went to the Lamar game, I went to KC 13 seconds, and I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to give up at this time in my life because they're so good and they have it. It looks good on paper. Yeah. But I just, I also recommend checking that out you see on the sidelines murray you see um digs and what a cheer i thought way back when people were worried about Diggs, he was the first one to dive out there in the snow when they won that overtime game um <laughs> so he's uh you know i know it looks bad sometimes with what some of the stuff they catch him saying but he's all team and uh i just can't be happier that he's on our team than josh both of them they're you know they you that that segment of them on the sidelines and, you know, just being so into it. And even Mitch Morris takes the offensive line around, and you can hear him talking to the offensive line. They have a little hug, and he, Josh says, oh, let me get in here. So it's just uh, some good team camaraderie going on at the right time, and hopefully they can continue to do their thing. Good. Hey, Bob, if you, if you don't mind me asking. So you've been a season ticket holder since 1989. Correct. You said you've missed maybe four games. I want to guess. Correct. I want to guess that you remember which games they were and would remember why you didn't go. Oh, absolutely. The first one was on uh, the nineteenth of December. I was in a friend's wedding. Um, this year? One, no. When? When? What year? 
Oh, that was early. Um, I'm going to say like about uh, early, okay. probably about ninety four, ninety five. Okay, fine. Um, I, I I missed the really bad Blizzard game at the end of the season when we were playing Indy. Mm-hmm. Not the one that was mm-hmm. really bad. The, the second to last one from mm-hmm. now. Um, season finale. That was. Pardon me. Season finale. Yes, it was probably like two, uh, somewhere like maybe two ten. Two, you know, we were we were bad. Yeah. And I thought, you know, but at at that time, I thought, you know, one Bills drive would not open the next day if I wasn't at the game. Mm. I sit in two hundred five, <laughs> and I was just like such a cheery. I paint my head and face for every game. You know, I just um, I'm a diehard, and I just never think they're going to lose. I got nervous when uh, the Chiefs or the Chargers went ahead. I wasn't nervous the whole game because I thought, well, they're just not finishing and the Bills are going to come up. But that got me a little nervous, but I'm glad we got back to it and could yeah. stop them. But, um, yeah. yeah, I can't remember the other two. One was at the end. It didn't matter. But I thought, like, if I miss a game and I'm not sick or something like that, that's, you know. But I can't remember the other two. Okay. But All right. It's not like there was any type of uh, big – we weren't in the hunt or we weren't in yeah. the, the, you know, during the bad years. What what goes through your mind? What are your emotions? And this is going to be years ago now, but some of those years where, you know, they weren't they weren't ever the worst team in the league, but you right. know, you're sitting there. Bulldog and I have talked about these kinds of games a lot, especially back then, where you're like five and eight, and the stadium is maybe two thirds full, if that. And you know, you're watching them. You love them like nobody else, right? I mean, you're that guy. But it's just kind of depressing, right? Like, there's nothing on the line here, really, and it's maybe even hard to enjoy wins for some. Um, I mean, those might seem like a long time ago, those days, but they're not really that long ago. No, they're not. I think I was spoiled when I first got tickets with Kelly and how good we were. You know, like, I mean, the second when we won the second AFC championship, I had to leave my seat and go down on a platform because I couldn't sit anymore, and I just was, like, beside myself because – you know, we were that good, and it's like, oh, my God, we're going back. You know, who's going to beat us? And then, unfortunately, we figured out a way. I, I was I was thinking about that day yesterday. So that's the Denver game you're talking about in 91 season. And yeah. I was thinking Carlton of— Carlton Bailey with the interception at the end. Carlton Bailey. I was in the end zone at the other end. So that play okay. happened way, way over there. I was thinking about that game yesterday, watching the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It was just like, why can't we do anything now? What happened here? Why can't we get a first down? That was that game. That was that right. game. Yeah, that was. And I, I'm a retired school teacher from Buffalo. I actually, Carlton Bailey and another Bill would come to my school to read. So mm-hmm. I wrote on the bulletin that next day, thank you, Carlton, for like you know winning the game for us. So. And then you guys talked last week about the Dallas night game. Okay. Um, when we when we intercepted four interceptions, and then we ended up giving the game back to them. Yep. I was there with my nephew, who's like a you know he's forty, but he paints his face. You know he's a pretty big Bills fan, and I was irritated that you know it's like oh these people look like they're out here for a date on a Thursday night. They're not cheering, you know. <laughs> and he said to me, Uncle Bob, you got to remember these people probably never saw the Bills good. So it's hard for them to be as passionate as you. But it I gave right. me a second to think, oh, he's right. But I, like, you know, because they weren't cheering on defense every time. Or, you know, like, you know, 
It was just too. Well, so, I will. I will tell you. I'm really enjoying this conversation. I will tell you. Thank my, you. my thank you. My reaction to that is that is a very familiar take to me. And it's kind of around those years when everybody kind of got started with the tables, right? Like a few, maybe a right, few years yeah. later, but to, <laughs> I have never warmed up to that because to me, that's always been a sign of a fan base that like your team is just not relevant, right? Like you got to, right. you got to find ways to entertain yourselves because the game is not that important. And that was, that is not a criticism of the fans. I mean, I wouldn't blame anybody for sort right. of checking out in that way. And you, you'd wonder about the future. Like, it's still Ralph Wilson, and where is the Toronto games are starting to happen. And exactly. The, yeah. And the fans are just out here, you know, just messing around because the game doesn't matter to them. Right. And yeah. It's lost it, some purpose. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's always been funny to me how that sort of shifted, and now all that nonsense in the tailgate is sort of, like, connected to the Bills' success. That the, yeah. <laughs> the 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 fans are so you know so crazy and rabid and loyal and everything that um, I mean look at look at this scene here but it really to me started when we just didn't care about the game anymore. I agree, and then it was embraced. So like you know, sure. for example, um, Andre Reed jumping out of the tree onto a table when we were almost going to the you know <laughs> championship, or and then the Pro Bowl and you know what. Uh, Dig did off the truck for like his passing, you know, competition going through a table. <laughs> it's kind of been, yeah, um, not withheld. You know, the word behold, the fans have beholded it. I, I know that's not the right You're language, okay. but you, you got what You're I You're mean. okay. Hey, Bob, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Uh, April is next. Hi, April. Hi, April. Um, I'm a diehard Bills fan here. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to say I agree that the mic'd up was so awesome. <laughs> um, it was just so nice to see Josh, like, so alive, having so much fun. Like, while we were all nervous and shaking in our boots, he was really having a good time out there. Like, on the, the second touchdown drive, he was screaming, like, attack, 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 ambush, ambush. It was just so hyped up and fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I agree, like, um, on the sideline, there was a lovely interaction between him and Steph Diggs, like, at the end. He told him, chin up, we got this. And it was just like, yes, like, put an end to all the lies. There's no conflict between the two. And I'm just so excited that our Bills went through their struggles, like, early in the season, and now we're flourishing. It was kind of cool to see, like, Mahomes unraveling, throwing picks last night. Like, we're we're in our prime doing great right now. So, let's go, Bills. <laughs> Thanks, April. I got to say again, like I, I didn't, like I told Sal, I didn't know about that mic'd up thing or that Alan apparently doesn't want to know if he's being mic'd up. It's the Bills media, right? So there's just no way it would ever not look positive. I bet the Carolina Panthers do mic'd up, and I bet everybody seems like they're just great friends and everything. This is not to doubt the authenticity of it. It's just you're only going to get. It's really, I think, a sad thing about sort of the state of media is that gradually more and more of the message is controlled by the teams. So you get less critical analysis, you get less, um, I don't know, what, whatever you want to call it, controversy, I guess, maybe. I'm not sort of craving controversy, but it's interesting. And, you know, these days it's just rarer. When you get, because the team, even 
I don't mean like us necessarily, because we've had, I mean, we we talked to Tyler Dunn about the Sean McDermott expose, and you know, I, I I'm comfortable with how we do it, but it's still like the team is a partner of ours too. Like you still have some conflict and talking about, you know, people call in, this happened a couple of weeks ago. Why doesn't McDermott get tougher questions at the press conferences? And maybe Bulldog said, well, one reason might be they th- can threaten your access. They, they decide what's too tough a question. We talked to Sean McDermott on this show for two or three years. He thought some of our questions were out of line and I thought that was ridiculous. So like, you could lose access. McDermott left us. Walked. I went to the morning. Um, yeah. So there's just all with all the money that the teams are worth and all the power that they have. They have, you know, so much control over the message, and they do their own. That I think to most fans don't look any different than independent. Mike Dup is a Bills show. So, of course, he's going to look happy and all of that. Not to say you shouldn't like it or that you should question it. Just yet, you should know. I, I think it's good to know sort of well, where, who's telling me this. I say, I think that about everything. Isn't that important in terms of media consumption? Who is actually telling me this? Who is telling me, whether it's good or bad, what this is? And that's just like critically important to know about serious things, maybe not like football, but about news, news events. Just like who is the one. What, what what is their agenda? What it's sometimes people go I think too far with that, but it's important to have some perspective on that. And so now now we're living in a time where the NFL is just all powerful, and any sort of critical anything can be met with resistance. And you know, all right, well you're out. We don't need you. Who who really do they need in the media for any anything? Like n- nobody's above them. Nobody's even like that important a figure that the Bills couldn't live without them, they would easily, you know, they could, I'm not saying they would, but they could make a move on somebody like that that they think is too too critical toward them. Maybe that's Tyler. You know, like Tyler wrote in his piece that he doesn't have access to the Bills, and, you know, that it might be because he's been critical of them, you know, on a national scale, by the way, at that. 803-0550 for your calls. Ross Tucker coming up just after five. Mike Shope here on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.